All right, guys, today's episode is brought to you by Play It Again Sports in Kennesaw, Georgia. And we're sitting down with American professional bicycler, Tina Pick. Enjoy. All right, welcome back to the Play More podcast. This is Jay, I'm your host. Episode 44, cruising right along. And I'm here with a, a new friend, uh, Tina Pick. Is that right? That's right. So she was in here in the store checking out some fitness equipment. And by the way, it is that time of year and uh, we've got a lot of fitness equipment in. We're getting more in every day. So come check us out. Trade us in things that you have that you're not using. We'll uh, work out a deal for you. Uh, but Tina, sort of talking to her and she's got, got more interesting by the minute. So I was like, stop right there. We need to, we need to uh, <laughs> talk to you on the podcast. Um, and this is what this Play More podcast is all about. Fighting a good fight, getting out there, doing the fun stuff, doing the things that are required so you can still go do the things you like to do. And uh, Tina, let's get to know you a little bit better. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> good, good, thanks. So you, you were looking at some, some training equipment for yes. what reason? So usually I, oh, I race bikes professionally during the year for, for a team. Um, now we're sp- sponsored by HelloFresh, but Cola Vida olive oil which is like the longest running u.s women's cycling team in the country um this has been going on for 18 years and um, oh so not motorized bikes the real deal the real deal the real (laughs) oh i wish they were motorized i'm getting kind of old (laughs) so in the off season i always rebuild because we are so bent over and your backs like gets tweaked in different ways that and then you, you also get a really quad heavy with being on the bike all the time so you have to balance or you end up getting injured so I was looking for a home gym or you know where, what I could do at home so I could maintain especially during the COVID time the COVID time how yeah. long is a season so our season usually goes from February through about October but now if you know like the, the three grand tours in Europe are still are started late so now they're still doing the tour of Spain but they, that's like the men's side so it's the tour of Tour de France, tour of um, the Giro, which is the tour of Italy, and now it's the tour of Spain. Wow! Of so you've that. been doing this your whole adult life. Yeah, I've been. Well, I, I actually started late. I started when I was like 28. I had gone back to school. I was in the triathlons, and then I switched over because I started to race for UGA. I thought I wanted to be a surgeon, <laughs> so I went back to take the classes, and then I ended up racing my bike. Who wants to be a surgeon? Who wants to do that? <laughs> Wow. So, yeah. okay. So, well, tell me about your bike. So, we are sponsored by Bianchi, right. um, and they're, they're super light, and I think we're going to switch now. The big thing is switching from, say, rim brakes to disc brakes, like you've got on a mountain bike. I'm surprised you don't have them already. Yeah, I know. But we've just ridden the rim brakes for so long, I think a lot of teams are within, you know, still transitioning over. I mean, the big benefit is, obviously, if you're racing in the wet, and we do... Um, my what I really focus on now because I am not fully. Well, the benefit on disc brakes is when stopping it's in the yeah, and uh, they yeah, stop much on the faster. Yeah, and when you have the rim brakes, if you got a lot of water and you get some dirt up off the road, it wiggles the brakes down. So sometimes you would have no brakes. That's a lot like when you're racing. <laughs> All within one race. Well, it, a lot of times when you're in Belgium and stuff like that, it's so sandy on the roads that the brakes, the rim brakes, can wear. Yeah, really quick. So you've biked all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. So, I don't know. So, I've been doing this forever. Um, but now I'm kind of in the, twi- the twilight of my career. Like, I retired. The autumn. Back, the <laughs> autumn. So, mostly what I do, really what I do now is, uh, uh, it's called 
they're called Criterions. Have you ever heard of Athens Twilight? No. Okay, it's a huge, it's like a big party. It's like a street party. Okay. But the racers, it's uh, usually between a kilometer and a mile long, like super technical. That's why the brakes are so important because we really race rain or shine. So if it rains, you're still racing. And it's, it, so it's usually about, it's, it's usually a city block. So it's a big spectator sport. So just a big party. It's a big party, not for us, but for everybody watching. And then within the race, there's races within the race. So they might say, okay, the next person across the line wins $500. So then everybody scrambles around to win uh, 500 bucks, right? So sometimes, even the races within the races, you can win more money than you would win sometimes overall. But then some of the series might go 10 days. Or so like what that. about getting paid? Is a, yeah. you, is a paid It is. Profession? I mean, I, you, I think, you know, depends on your situation. It's something that you have to renew every year. You have to have a contract every year. And, um, yeah. So you get it through sponsorships, maybe? Sponsorship. It's all like there's teams, and then they recruit people depending on what they do for the team. So I was a, I, I'm, like, I'm a sprinter, but then we might have, we're kind of re, we might refer a lead-out person, which means... How many people are on a given team well, in a, in a race? Well, all these races that we do are limited to six people. So even if we have eight, we still have to only take six to the race. Your best six. Right. Your best six. And you have some trials before then well, to determine, kind of okay, who's, who's on Where people are. As the, as, yeah, you, you know, like the fitness, you might. We really, right now, we have six. So we want all those six, six to stay healthy. But if somebody gets hurt, which is a big thing, then we'll pull in, you know, uh, we might pull in a guest rider. And then maybe that guest rider is really good. So we on for the year or yeah so your low back your your uh, yeah. your adductors mm -hmm. or abductors mm -hmm. ab is out right <laughs> yeah 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 add in that's right add in <laughs> <laughs> that's how i remember <laughs> me too um because you're quad heavy right so and that's just a common thing you want to do yeah and you want to balance everything out because otherwise you tend to get hurt yeah, and get an imbalance. And even like, you know, we're so bent over. Well, this all, and they always say, don't like, do lats back. But we, oh man, I'm like, oh, that feels so much better because then it's the balance back. Or because you're always like this. So all this so the, is short for biking purposes, at least excluding staying balanced and longevity of it, having big, thick lat muscles doesn't help. No, but you, know, you want to be crouched over it, it prevents you, you from being. True, true, but like women don't get that big, so for me anyway. it's a strength issue. So I go through pretty heavy lifting. I'll do the hypertrophy phase and the strength and then the power because, but because I'm a sprinter too. But I tend to like I might get a little bulky, but it just I lose it and then I just get strong. Because the end I'll do plyometrics like the last say the last month of it, but I usually only lift three months because because then the season starts and it's You're so just busy. it's yeah. hard because it, and if I lift then. It takes away it takes you time. to be so sharp. But you, you have, have to, to do sharp. some kind of training during season you know, or no? Core stuff, but and some arms. But if I do legs, I'm usually burnt. Like I'm just yeah. too because we're spending so much time on the bike, and then like if the races are coming back average. to control. When we're really building, like even when I'm building, doing the weights in the off season, our big build is now. Mm -hmm. So I'll start building. You know, first I'll start building distance, then I'll drop the distance and increase the intensity. And then as it gets closer and closer to the season, it's like shorter and shorter intervals and higher and higher. Like then you're doing max intervals and then kind of our last step is um, motor pacing. So we get behind the car. A lot of people Holding do. Holding on? No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it goes up to That's like 45, 50. Oh, you can hold on. We're up a hill. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, why do we have to have it's so hilly where we are? But yeah. So you're going Where do you 40, ride primarily? Well, Gainesville. Cause 
Oh, that's where you live. <laughs> but sometimes. Well, what not a perfect here. place to ride, though. Right. I mean, less traffic. Yeah, but it's also always hilly. Super hilly. Yeah, but a lot of training oh, rides. All around the lake, I guess. Yeah, but there's so many training rides. Like if I'm working down here at SCAD with the because I coach the kids, we have a we have a great um, program at SCAD because um, we have you know we have scholarships and we have the best in the country. The kids are are awesome. In the, art and design. Yeah, Savannah College of Art and Design, and we've got one of the we've got national champions, especially on women's side. We've got really good women's team and men's team, um, and they're even like on pro contracts. I don't know. I think it's because it's actually a school that supports the sport. You know, they just chose that 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 was one of the sports that they were going to support and and get put some money into and bring the scholarships, and so it brings. I mean, if I could have been paid to go to school, if I didn't have to pay. I would have been yeah, there in a not? minute. Right. If it was something I loved, and a lot of these guys, they do love the arts. So mm -hmm. you really have to love the arts, but it's a fantastic um, place to go to school. It's the best art school and one of the best in the world. So then you've got the two things. You get the talented cyclists. You always think it's a little bit funny to find a really good artist and a really good athlete at the same time, but they're quite they're quite good. Solo efforts yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. So, so, oh, and so Atlanta, what I'm saying is Atlanta has fantastic group rides. There'll be like these, this airport ride on Sunday. <clears throat> Sometimes when the COVID thing first hit and everybody was like off, there were 300 people going down the 29. Did you want to shut the door behind you? Hey, come on, I'm down here every day. <laughs> Good weather, bad weather. What are you coming out of? Of course it is. Hey, you get more draft. You don't have to work that, as hard. <laughs> yeah, but aren't you passing everybody? No, you just sit in sometimes, a lot unless you feel like attacking and going away, but sometimes it's just fun to sit there and, just cruise. and talk to your friends. Just <laughs> hang out and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. The camaraderie. How many it's friends great. have you made over it's the awesome. years in this little community? Uh, it's fantastic yeah. and all over the world, traveling all over. And we do, a, now I don't know what it's going to be like now, but lots of times to save the teams money, they do host housing. Oh, cool. So we'll meet people all over the world that I've been friends with Authentic. for 20, 25 years. Not at the hotel, you're at their home. You're at somebody's home, and they're really, what they, they want, they've like community. volunteered yeah, to put us awesome. up. And so it's super fun. We used to, uh, my parents used to house junior miss pageants. Uh, oh, these go to the same, right? Well, <laughs> we get people from all over. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or people, uh, um, you know, from out of the country. They, yeah. we, we didn't do that, but just people in town did. What's that called? Uh, Go to college uh, or go to go to high school, some other part of the world or whatever. Oh, oh yeah, like uh, exchange students. Exchange. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Pretty neat. That's awesome. Yeah, what a good experience that must be. You get the real food, yeah, food experience. It's really great. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, well, usually when we did a lot of the, this was a long time ago. I don't really travel all over the world. When I went up to Canada. We went up to Canada a couple years ago, but that doesn't uh, for me. It's not the world. It's still like it's attached, but. Um, and they have great races up there. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, at first we used to go around the world. Really, the World Cup races would start in Australia and New Zealand. And then we come back over here. And then later on in the year, we'd go over and do the Giro, the, the tour of Italy. Um, so, and then, you know, different, there's different classics in the spring. When I raced in Belgium, there was uh, like Flesh Wallone or Flanders. And those are the really, those one-day classics are super fun. Wow. Yeah. That's like upper-level stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, World Pan Ams and, you know, where are you at in your uh, uh, in the level of uh, if, of whatever a hundred percent is in over your career? Uh, have you reached it yet? Can you get better oh, still? I don't think. Or no, have, have, have your best days I'm, behind best you? Best days behind for sure. Why? I 
think it's, you know, I want to pretend that it's, that I'm not older, but I am older. And like the kids that are, you know, they're like 20 and I'm 54. And so, so, you know, it's just, you, you get old, you get smarter. It gets tempered with You get smarter with, with and you get trickier. You're right. It, gets, get it becomes a balance between but like there's a point where it's, the tactics and then the skill. And sure, you know, I can pull off um, a win here and there, but you know, when you're in the big part of your career you can and you're, that's your thing and your team is working for you you can really pull off a lot of stuff you know you can, you can do really well so so you windsurf too oh well <laughs> that's the scariest into, thing ever we got into kite well, surfing, kite surfing Ki I mean, oh, yeah, that's, so fun yes so you gotta fun. be some kind of crazy no it's so fun i'm so scared I, so i've uh i've <laughs> tried to win I, I surf love surfing Tried to windsurf and it's so cumbersome yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I'm trying to stand on an equipment and I'm yeah, pulling and it's jerking my back out of yeah, place. Yeah, you're trying and, to get to the place uh, and the bars are rolling around on the roof. And, it just yeah. it made me pissed off a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Only a couple times I've had opportunity to try it. Of course, I've watched people. Yeah. They hop on the thing and they oh, shoot the off the beach. The and they're is well. So I watched a guy in Costa Rica on a kiteboard. It, it picked oh, him boy. up and <laughs> slammed him down in about you know yeah. six inches of water. Yeah, uh, that's bad. And then he, he <laughs> staggered yeah. back up, and he took off, and we didn't see him the rest of the day. So yeah, maybe bad. he's still out there. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so where, where did you, uh, and why? And, and so we started. Well, yeah. we were both. My husband and I. We were. Um, we were went into windsurfing first. Where? And well, I was. I had when I got out of college, I worked for. Club Med, so I had Club Med. So, <laughs> so they had everything set up, and so then after a while, like 15 years later, I was like, "Let's go to this Club Med. All the windsurfing equipment set up because we tried to go to Hawaii, and but you to get the equipment, you get to the beach, the wind changes, you don't have the right sail, you have to go back to the store, you have to re-rig. Oh, it was such a pain. Yes, so yeah. we were like, we said, "Oh, they have them right on the beach if there's wind." So we would go down to like the Caribbean, the Turks and Caicos, and so then we got into kite surfing because. On one side of the island, it's um, shallow out for, for like two miles. So then, if it's low tide, it's really good to learn how to kiteboard. Like, I mean, you can make a mistake and get stuck out there, but you can like ho you can hobble back in. Yeah. Like you're not. That's what you know, scared me. Go, that's going to take me away like from China. Yeah. Like, you know, and uh, oh, the yeah. loose wind and it's. I got to turn around and yeah. I'm three miles offshore I know. in the shipping lanes. I know. You're like, help! Yeah. <laughs> and then, then the boat, well, at least with the Club Med, too, you, the boat would come out and rescue you if you really screwed up. But it's because they know you're there. Yeah, yeah. well, it's part of the club thing, but with the so kite club surfing, Med. Oh, Tell me about Club Med. Well, that was crazy back then. Crazy back then. This is in the, the 80s. 80s. Yeah. The hazy 80s. And the 80s, yeah. You were tearing it up yeah. and living large. Yeah, right. Club Magnet. <laughs> what, what's, your, what's a job? What was a job description? I was the aerobics instructor. <laughs> but the thing was, I would do, like, we would have plays. You would work 24-7. That place was slave driver. It's slave driving. It was, you didn't have days off there. It was 24-7. You were on the clock. And a play every night. And a play. Some dance and... I don't know what they had us doing. I was a unicorn once. So I was, like, no, all sorts of stuff. So tell me about the, you guys were like sipping liquor before going on the <laughs> Well, no, because there was no time for sipping anything. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I pictured it being more fun. Like, yeah, probably. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's it amazing. It was actually really fun. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we go back to Turks and Caicos. That's where we go to kite surf most of the time.
you have your own equipment? We have our own equipment. Do you bring it with you? Yeah, yep. Wow, so, okay, so. And it's easier than uh, windsurfing because you don't have that big, big board and little board easier to travel with yeah, you can yeah. travel with it yeah and the, and the kites are like backpacks yeah yeah we i think we've got one in, in oh. the store right now might be missing some parts or something oh, <laughs> <laughs> and the problem is sometimes they explode oh well, gosh they, but too much you know or they get caught on something and they blow and then you gotta put new bladders in and it's a big pain i parachuted oh, did, cool. did that twice that was pretty fun tandem uh, no, I did a static line. Uh, so oh. it, after you fall a certain number of feet, it, it automatically Oops. deploys your chute. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it was scary. They tell you what to, how not to panic, you know, in different yeah. situations. So the second time I did it, I had what's called line twist. So it's kind of like you took, it was a manta, kind of a rectangle mm -hmm. chute. It's like if you took it and just spun it over your head so the lines kind of got twisted. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that's, then will you just go like you this, like a top? You just kind of kick out from under it and you know, just kind of unspin oh, right. uh, so it, it fully right. opens up and does what it's supposed to do. Okay, but, that's frightening. Well, the first, when we went, the, uh, there were, so there was a little Cessna and three, uh, my roommate and I, we had told everybody at the bars the night before, like, yeah. we're going to, yeah. woke up that morning, like, dude, we got to go. We told everybody we're going, yeah, right? Yeah. So, we can't uh, check it out. Right. And uh, I sat down at this long banquet table, they, you know, put yeah. on the projector and this, yeah. like, guy in a suit oh, they give and tie. you the lessons, right? Okay. Yeah, what, what, yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. about to sign is a waiver that... You could die. Yeah, 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 yeah there is a statistical profit. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, and yeah, you can't sue, your family away. can't sue, yeah. you can't, you know, nobody can... Yeah. yeah. You can't, not, not us, not the facility, not the landowner, right, not the kid packing your shoe. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a 57-year-old lady that was in our oh. class, and she said she wanted to do five or six things in life before she got too old. That's awesome. Like, yeah, that was awesome. I still remember to this day. But, uh, you know, depending on which order you get into the little Cessna yeah, yeah. is which order you go out. I'm such a chicken shit. I got in the middle, you know, because I didn't want to go first. I didn't right. want to go last. Right. And so we, you know, <laughs> got up at like 3,000 feet and then, the door whoosh, opens oh, so up. we and, went really high. Oh, no, that's because we were out west, so we were already high, so we had to go higher. Uh, well, like, again, oh. this is static line beginners. Oh, right, so. static line. So do they even do that anymore, or is it all tandem? I don't know. If, if they do tandem, they go higher. I just thought it would okay. be more of a thrill being by myself. I think I would be really frightened if I was by myself. I was petrified. I'm glad that somebody else was there to, in case I forgot everything and you oh, did it all for me. Dude, like, it, if I got twisted up like that, I would be like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. The door goes open. <laughs> Life is over. <laughs> he points to that lady's like, you know, you, like the Grim Reaper, oh, dude. God. All the color went out of her face. She's got, you know, the goggles. We all have our Elvis outfits on, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, inch your way to the edge of the door, you know. The door's opened up underneath the extended <laughs> wing. And uh, you sit at your hands on either side of the door frame. And, and your feet are outside on the uh, on the little metal diamond plate well, that platform that's over the, the landing wheels, you know, the yeah, gear. Yeah, and you're, like, out in the middle of the air. <laughs> you know, and then you have to reach out across your body well first you have to reach out and grab the strut that goes up to the wing and you have to reach stand outside the plane and reach outside and grab that strut and then kick your feet off so you're hanging kind of floating behind the wing and you look back at the instructor and he gives you the thumbs up and then you have to look up time to die look up yeah and dude she went and i mean i thought she would just kind of like 
float off like a puffball. But it's like, boom, she right? dropped like a sack of potatoes. I'm like, just out of sight. You know, we're right. Right. Oh, faces are in the window. Maybe I should have gone first. <laughs> oh, yeah. But <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that uh, yeah, I got my thrill out. But that kite surfing, though, so any close calls? Well, not yet. But Sorry well, you to know, I've scared yeah. myself to death because, <laughs> well, not to death, but sometimes you know, once you learn how to jump, you go really high. You can, like you can go really high, and you don't realize. You want to go that high? Yeah, and you're up there, and you're like, oh, how am I gonna get down? You're like, oh, yeah, I'm coming down, but I don't know how fast it's gonna be, and you gotta be. Like, you have enough time to think up there, but at first, like, sometimes your landing's not, I mean, I'm not great at it. I mean, so sometimes, at first, I was like, I'm hitting really hard. So once you go up, like, you can't let your arms out, because if you let your arms out, then you smack up water really hard. Oh, man. So it's, you have to think, and then you have to steer the kite while you're up there, or, you, you know. attach to this heavy board that could clunk you in yeah, the well, face? Yeah, well, it's kind of down there. You're like, unless, not well, you get a stomach ache, because you're, well, not a stomach ache, you're, it's a big, Core work because lifting. you're always lifting yeah. the board up and when you first jump you're throwing the board around but oh awesome and so yeah sometimes you're like ah like, yeah, <laughs> i didn't mean to go this high <laughs> oh. uh, like how high are we talking oh you can go pretty darn high like 20 30 feet you could go high like oh, you're higher than that i thought i don't know i'll show you surfing. one of my friends is yeah i just got a picture the other day it's crazy how high you can go i mean 20 30 feet that's the high as a just a normal roof right, all right i'll show you this is one of our friends. This is one of the instructors where we go. Okay. Okay, that's a hotel. Can you tell? Yeah. He looked just as calm as he He's like, calm. He's just sitting there. That I would be going, oh my God, I'm going to get down. Oh, what if it slams you into the building or something? <laughs> well, oh, you're pretty good at, you're far enough away. Like, I know, I know like, I'm not so good. Lines. I just stay, well, there's no electric lines there, thank goodness. Uh, Turks and Caicos. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But there are some trees you can get caught up in. But they're over there. So, like, I make sure I'm far enough out away from those trees and those buildings. They teach you how not to panic if you got hung yeah, up in a tree I mean, or in a building. Yeah, or I mean, the power learning curve or... is pretty darn hard. Like, it's hard to learn. But then once you get it, once you know. Once it's like riding a bike. Yeah. Yeah. So you travel with multiple size kites? Yeah, usually, yeah. Uh, uh, what are the three? You can so share you want, three, like yeah, you small, big, big. Yeah, you want the big, small ones. So you want like a seven and a half, and maybe a nine really and a half, windy. ten, and a twelve. Yeah, and then if it's not windy, I don't know. We don't tend to go as much when it's not as windy anymore because we're a little spoiled. Uh, so you see, wait till the wind uh, picks up, and then you, yeah. You I run into this, and all, and it, so I've become a surfer as an adult. I didn't start till I was thirty-eight. That's cool. And uh, so all my surfing buddies. Some of the guys that have been doing it for 40 plus years, you know, I find that they, they get a little picky. Like, oh, I don't know if we're of going course, out today. Of course, you start to get picky. <laughs> you lose that fire, like when you're a, a yeah. young Brahm, as they say in surf. Like, I don't care what it is, I'm going. Right, right, right. You kind of lose the fire, but I think it's those, like, for, for us, it's those really windy days that you live for. So you're like, I mean, because it's not as fun. you've prepared, you've trained, you've thought about well, yeah, it, you've it's practiced. Yeah, it's fun. When the wind isn't blowing as hard, it's like, you can go out and learn some some new things. Like, you never stop learning. It's hard. Um, and I don't I don't know how to flip around. Like, those guys that flip all over, I don't know what it is with me. I'm still nervous about going around, you know? You just kind of cruise. They do, like, rolls. are supposed to be so easy. Well, I start going around the kite inverts, and I'm like, ah! Like, oh, where am I? Oh. Like, 
so lay it um, on top of the sure there's yeah. technique, but you know, I'm still not good with flipping around. I don't know what it is. It's a lot to process. Well, yeah, because you got the kite going on, you got the you're trying to pay attention to the board, and then you're you're working with your hands, and you're like, well, what if I put my hands here, and the kite might go over there, and then when you flip around, you're like, where am I, and where'd the kite go? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's it's just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, probably like surfing. Because you're paddling, right? It's a and lot then you're to like, consider. It is. Well, I mean, with I've tried surfing, and I get I get scared, and I keep paddling, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, thing's too big, and then I don't want to stand up, and then I get jammed into the sand. Uh, the worst. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. terrible. And then you come up, and you're like, oh, where, where's yeah, the, the, where's the air? <laughs> yeah, the nose pearls. Yeah. And uh, you just flip yeah, over. Yeah, you think you can just ass over just, tea kettle. You're like, let me just sit here because that way it looks really big. That's uh, not a good idea. Just try and too stand Too late. Up. I can't jump in now. Yeah, you can't go up and I can't go down and I'm just going to sit here. Oh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Our buddy, uh, we all talk about it this day. We're all, when we were, especially when we we're still just learning, second year, maybe third year at the most. And uh, we're paddling out trying to get outside the, the breaking sets. And you know, it's just like never, never ending. You know, and you yeah. come to this realization, and it's like life. You know, I need to work hard, paddle hard now, even though I'm oh, beyond exhausted, or I'm going to have to work even harder in a minute That's if I don't get part of it. Right, right. right. Yeah. But we're paddling, and then this other wave comes up, just jacks up right, right in front of us, and it's like I don't know, seven <laughs> feet, but just barreling down on us. <laughs> He just goes, oh, great. <laughs> of course, great. <laughs> and, uh, we all got, you know, punished. Because <laughs> with the board, you can't really dive. Can you? You know, well, you're out there and you're body surfing. You can dive under and oh, escape. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But can you do that with the board? Because well, then you have the board short, back up. With a short board, you can. You can, you can push it down. With a longer board, it's which is floaty. typically too floaty, so you turtle, which basically roll over on your side. Yeah, I get turtle. But that takes that takes some energy and to get back up and you're right. kind of losing ground Flapping up around. the conveyor belt and you get back yeah. around and try to keep going and it's just that's so to train to get because we discovered that 90 percent of surfing is, is paddling yeah you know the fleeting moments where you're on your feet and popping up right. and learning to gauge a wave those are all equally important but you know most of it figure well if we can control right. at least our conditioning and uh especially being inland surfers uh so we go to the lake though and just you go to in Lake a, Lanier. Uh, Alatuna. But, oh, uh, Alatuna, but still. But, where are the uh, waves? None. Well, we surf behind boats and stuff. Oh, you is, do? Okay, you do the is, fat packs in there? Well, we did, when, and now the boats have gotten more sophisticated. You, you don't need them. Okay, yeah, right, because yeah. you can just fill it up. We yeah. have a boat, and it's got the fat packs, because yeah. we have an old boat. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, so we surfed. But even then, it was like, golly, because after we did that, like all one summer, like, oh, this is, this is great. We're going to go back to Costa Rica, where we like to go, and oh. we're going to be awesome. And no, it doesn't transfer over. Because you were on the, because we did a lot, a lot of it with the, and you can throw the rope. Yeah, and ditch stuff, the rope. And, but it's not the same. Well, I mean, well, you're you, can't, you don't have to paddle. You're not paddling. You're not paddling. And if you're a little bit tired and you're sloppy and you can't get in the position to be in the right spot to catch the optimal part of the wave, and you know. But on the jump up, you don't jump up the same way because when you're getting pulled up by the boat, you just have to put your feet like this and you're fine. Well, though. So how do you learn to jump up? Our buddy at Hefe. Uh, El Jefe. Uh, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> um, we, we were wake surfing a ton, and, and me having a business, you know, uh, we tried every wake surf board oh, right. they make, you know, so every they, size. People can bring them in. Well, we'd stock them new, especially oh, once I got oh, into it. Like, dude, we're going to carry them. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh. but then, then we saw him one time starting on his stomach and then get to his feet. Oh, like, so smart. Oh. 
So now, really, the only time when we do it, I like to do on regular surfboards, and we ditch the rope first while we're still on our stomach, and then pop up. So we practice that ten thousand times, you know. How do you? You get the oh, push of the wave. Oh, because you because they, then you you get on the board by going on the back of the the platform. No, 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 no. We're we're being towed by the by the. Oh, but no, on your stomach. On your stomach. Oh, and then you ditch that's the rope. so smart. And then you know, just pop up and. Oh yeah, just pop up. Well, that's yeah, a, I know how this goes, uh, but this is something new to try. Thank you. <laughs> well, that just pop up. Our, our, that just pop up is not as easy as you make it sound. Our, I know. Our stoner surf instructor from Costa Rica, <laughs> nicknamed Flash. Uh, uh, okay, El Jefe and Flash. We have all the nicknames. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm the Chero. Are you the what? I'm the Chero. It's a long story. Okay. It's the milkman. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I said this before on the podcast, forgive me, but they, uh, um, you know, down in, in Costa Rica, they pull me aside jokingly and say, uh, you know, hey, senor, down here, lechero means something otro. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, what's that? I said, well, when your baby doesn't look like you, it's la lechero. <laughs> it's la lechero. <laughs> so, you know, the milkman, you know, so, unrelated. Oh, got it. Yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. please. But anyway, so Flash would be like, ah, they just feel the wave and pop up, <laughs> you know. So sure. Like, yeah, right. It's, uh, yeah, sure, just feel the wave and pop up. <laughs> but I'm yeah. trying to get around the dragging with the, with the rope on that. That's smart. Oh, yeah, so you just, your inside hand, whichever side of the boat you're on, right. is what you're holding. So that helped a little bit, but inside it still hand. didn't, okay. it still didn't. Um, it didn't really help. I mean, it helped. It helped because it you helped. still don't have to paddle. Still have a paddle. So now we just lay us lay down on prone on on our surfboards and paddle around the lake and try to do sprints and then pop up oh my gosh, that's just funny. in flat water thinking right. well it's like bicycle oh, yeah, if you can sense. balance on a bike not yeah. moving it'll be and so that's helped immensely i mean it really has so we so it has just the flat water all of it helps but that flat water paddling because we go three four days a week and you bring that same board with you when you go no because it's a long board yeah it's too, it doesn't fit in the and, lane well hey it it's like 150 bucks each way. I think Delta is is uh, minimize that fee, but it's still yeah, they have a limit on the did, size. Like two months, whatever, just a couple months ago. But it's limited on the size though, so right, you can't right. carry a nine foot board down right. there. So I can't remember what the dimension. Maybe a seven footer because they mm-hmm. it's linear footage. Like 62 linear inches or something they allow, right? I think it's 115. Oh, that's good for our bikes. But like surfboards, so if you have you know uh, seven feet, that's 84 inches, mm-hmm. and it's not say 23 inches wide yeah. so that's uh, yeah. whatever and then you had the three inch thickness or whatever then, right. so it's about the limit you know you're in trouble when they get out those things the measuring oh, things gosh, yeah, come on, dude. Yeah. just put that, put that away just trust me right trying to wink at them and yeah <laughs> hey friend yeah mm-hmm. yeah they're like no friend yeah and then once yeah. in a while you get someone oh, okay no problem and you're like i love you i think it depends if they surf or not or they're just yeah Right. Yeah. Jerks. <laughs> I know. I know. But, uh, well, hey, dude, uh, I appreciate you coming in, Tina, <laughs> and uh, sitting for this. I want to keep you all day. I, I drug her back here. Once well, she told me all the cool things she was into, and uh, it is inspiring. Oh, and, you as well. <laughs> and uh, again, this this podcast is called Play More, so it is exactly awesome. about that. Because I'm not ready to give up. I hope me I never either. have to. And I I hope other oh. people listening. Um, uh, you know, we'll get up and do something. I mean, 
Yeah, how I many mean, years you got left? Right. So yeah, because our sponsor this year, I was thinking this year was gonna be my last one, but then COVID hits, and the sponsor calls up and he's like, "You in for one more year?" And I'm like, "I'm hanging by a string, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back." <laughs> stay down, <laughs> stay <insist>. down. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You don't know how long, but keep it going. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, did, well, are there senior divisions in? Yeah, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, that's so cool. You, know, you just want to be on that. You still want to be on the sort of top level. Right? I thought like that. Uh, you know, Bethany Hamilton, uh, the surfer who. Oh yeah, yeah, that got, got the shot. Bit, yeah, um, I thought it was so cool. She uh, she got awarded like best oh, yeah, in, in the special uh, yeah. Olympics or special yeah, yeah. something uh, category, and right. she refused it because she didn't want to be labeled like I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll compete be, on any stage. She, yeah, she didn't want to be. That's kind of I don't. That's why I don't want to go. I want to stay where I am. I mean, bring yeah. on you, 18, 16 year olds. <laughs> Think of what, how inspiring it is to them. Going when you're, uh, even if you don't beat them every time, just hanging with them, like, oh, yeah. oh, and they don't know. They don't know at that point, the long road, oh, right. fighting back injuries, right? Real life stuff. You got mortgage right. to pay, your family, this and that, and job and. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, you can't true. just say, hey, I'm just going to bike all day every day. Right, right, yeah. right, because life, right? Life. Yeah. But to do that when you're busy oh, is hard. the key, and that's where a lot of people tap out. So, that's bravo to it. you. You too. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. This concludes another episode of the Play More Podcast. Oh, cool. You have a good day. Thanks. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. All right, hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. Again, this has been brought to you by Play It Again Sports in Kennesaw. And if you like the Play More podcast, just please do us a favor. Uh, subscribe. Uh, you can rate and review it. Share it with anyone you think might like it. Uh, and don't forget, you can always email the show at surferj1 at gmail.com. That's S-U-R-F-E-R-J-A-Y, the number one at gmail.com and I'll reply. Also, you can check us out on Instagram at PIA Sports Kennesaw. Uh, so let's go take care of yourself and be strong, safe, less vulnerable, and be able to do the things you want to do and play more. <laughs>